This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. On the record. Representative Al Green, thank you so much for being with us today on AURN's podcast network. I want to jump right in to this conversation and first get your reaction on the president's address, because I know last night in particular was special to you because we were on strike. You you were not doing this address under the Trump administration. Tell me how you felt going in last night. Well, thank you first for having me and congratulations on your new station in life. Uh, I'm honored to be a guest on your program at this time. Uh, Last night was very special for me because for four years, I did not participate. I was protesting a president who was weaponizing hate. Uh And it's my opinion that if you tolerate hate, you perpetuate hate. I declined to be a part of that process. Um, But the beauty of last night is this. The prior president uh, was weaponizing hate to the extent that he incited um, an insurrection on democracy. Uh, Literally, those people were going over to stop the transfer of power in this country. Well, last night we had a president who was giving us hope. It was a resurrection, if you will, of hope, a resurrection of the democracy, not in the sense that the democracy was dead, but he was energizing it again. And he did an outstanding job of energizing. So we've gone from an insurrection to a resurrection. President Biden is making a difference in ways unlike I think any other president has in my lifetime. What he has done just thus far with the rescue plan, two million shots in arms in 100 days, that's, that's awesome. And that was a pledge to do but 100 million. Uh, he also, uh, in his course of helping people, put $1,400 in pockets. Uh, so he's also given hope, but he's given help. This president has a potential to be a transformational president. He is now moving forward with infrastructure. And that infrastructure is going to include housing, housing. Uh, he, he is redefining infrastructure. And that's significant because in the past, we've never allowed ourselves to take care of the affordable housing stock properly. But he's doing this. But then he has this family plan where he wants pre-K to be something that children have as a matter of course. This will level the playing field. We should not wait until the child is in the third, fourth, or fifth grade to help that child. Let's help the child in pre-K so the child never falls behind. And then two years of college, community college for uh, people, that, that's, that's transformative. So I, I was honored to be there. I was just so thrall, enthralled with what he was saying uh, and the fact that he was communicating with both Democrats and Republicans. Republicans in the House and the Senate may not be supportive, but Republicans in the country are. 
I'm glad you're, that you brought that up because it's almost like, where will this, how much for this fight really be on the federal level? How much the fight will really take place in the different communities? And when we even look at this six trillion in all package that the president has put forth from infrastructure to what he's doing with childcare and all these other things, some have said, is this too aggressive? What's going to happen in Senate, especially when you have Senate Democrats like a Joe Manchin who has pushed back tremendously? You know, many love what's in the plan. But how successful do you think that this president will be? He has a good sense of how to build momentum. I'm sensing this as he's moving, because if you've noted, he's in Georgia and he is taking the message to the masses. You cannot do great things and then allow them to just go over to a special place, become a part of history. You have to remind the public of what you're doing because in the minds of the public, it is what have you done for me lately? Well, the American Rescue Plan is awesome and he's got to keep that on the forefront of our thoughts, but at the same time, introduce the new things that will be done. And if he does this, it will make it very difficult for any Democrat to conclude that he or she Uh, that they cannot support what he is doing because the country will be behind him. If you bring the country, the others will have to follow. I want to get um, really quickly to voting rights. You represent the 9th District in Texas, and H.R. 1 is huge. And we've seen what has happened in nearly 43 states with Republicans trying to push these restrictive voting measures, and they don't tell the whole story. Uh, First of all, did you think we would have to keep pushing this Voting Rights Act over and over again. I unfortunately was naive enough to believe that you don't have to fight some battles again and again and again. I was thunderstruck when the Supreme Court uh, eviscerated Section 5 of the Voting Rights Act, yes. uh, which uh, emasculated Section 4 of the Act. And we need Section 5 in Texas because in Texas, gerrymandering is commonplace. And without Section 5, Uh, And without the pre-clearance provisions that we have in the Voting Rights Act, uh, making them efficacious, uh, we will be at the mercy of persons who want the two seats that we may get to become Republican seats. Uh, That would be a disaster because the growth in Texas has been among the Latinx community and among the African-American community. But the seats in Texas could end up in the hands of persons who are not among these two two communities. So my hope is that we'll get John Lewis Voting Rights Act passed as well as the For the People Act passed, because if we can, uh, that will protect states like Texas, but it'll also help us to maintain the numbers that we have in Congress. There are 56 uh, Democrats in Congress who are of African ancestry. And to maintain those numbers, we will probably need those two pieces of legislation. And another piece of legislation, the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act, the 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 nation, the world was all attentive during the Derek Chauvin trial. And one thing that uh, Attorney Crump said that has rang in just because there may be justice in this case does not mean that we have justice in the criminal justice system. So there is a continued fight. How important is it that this George Floyd Justice and Policing Act go through? Well, it's important beyond what we can measure, to be quite candid with you. 
the case itself was important in ways that we don't understand. Yeah. It may prove to be a seminal moment in time that will impact the rest of time because we had a jury to come back in short order with a guilty verdict against a police officer, which is almost unheard of in this country. So the case itself is important and it's driving a lot of the momentum in terms of passing the George Floyd uh, Justice in Policing Act. Uh, that act is important because it requires body cameras. Uh, body cameras made the difference in that case and the camera yes. that the young lady had on her phone. Uh, seeing it is believing it for some people now. At one time, we couldn't believe our eyes. Now we are starting to believe our eyes. But it also has in there no chokeholds. That's important. A knee on a neck is another form of a chokehold, in my opinion. Uh, it also kills the no-knock warrants. This is what Breonna Taylor, Breonna Taylor. she suffered because of a no-knock warrant and qualified immunity, something that gives police officers in civil cases the opportunity to escape liability. Uh, I think that this is a great piece of legislation. Karen Bass really has to be complimented. Uh, she is uh, a very stately, uh, articulate, intelligent spokesperson for our cause. And she is at the helm on this. I, I do hope that we'll get this passed in Congress. But I have to say this about the president now as it relates to this. This president speaks the language of the suffering. Uh, there are many people who are afraid or ashamed to speak the language of the suffering. Let me explain. Mm -hmm. He's not afraid to say racism. He does not concern himself about saying systemic injustice, systemic racism, institutionalized uh, racism. He speaks the language of the, those who are suffering, who are LGBTQ, of the trans children. For the president in a joint session of Congress to talk about trans children, yes. that was yes. a, a, an awesome moment. And we, we sometimes, because we're in the moment, we can't appreciate the magnitude of the moment. For this president to say the things that he said from that podium, from that special place, with two women behind him, one of them Speaker of the House, the other Vice President of the United States, and he spoke truth yes. to the country at a time when the country needs to hear truth more than it needs to hear the cheers from the crowd. Uh, this was not a rah-rah moment. It was a move-ahead moment. It was a that moment that we've talked about that we have to have, that conversation, this was that moment. The conversation that we've said we've got to have about race, we are having it. And many people don't realize that we're in the moment now, having the conversation now. It is time for us to realize where we are and move forward with the agenda that we have. So on that agenda, George Floyd Justice and Policing, on that agenda, the Voting Rights Act, which is so important, but also on that agenda, the pre-K for the children. On that agenda, two years of college, free college for people uh, who don't have the opportunity to get these loans and repay them. Too many minority people get these loans and they become saddled with debt to the extent that they cannot get into the mainstream of American uh, life with their economic concerns uh, that having to be addressed. So he is changing the landscape the political landscape, the economic landscape in this country in ways uh, that I have not seen in my lifetime.
Um, before I end, I wanted to get your response on Senator Tim Scott, but I keep peering out of my eye and I'm looking at a picture that I believe of the late Congressman John Lewis. Is that who that is in that picture behind you? It, I uh, well, uh, no. It was, just, okay, it was far behind. And I was like, <laughs> well, I'm thinking, what would he be uh, saying right uh, now? Well, I just want you to see the picture because you probably won't recognize the guy in the dashiki. Can you see a guy Wait in a dashiki? Minute, who is Christmas, <laughs> who is that in the dashiki? That is a very young Al Green. We were leading a <laughs> protest at Florida A&M University at that time. I love it from a distance. Now, I should be having my glasses on, but I don't have them. So I say, is that? But I but no, 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 wait a minute. I do have something from John Lewis here. Do you? John Lewis, uh, this uh, vessel, the USNS John Lewis, uh, is a vessel that was named in his honor. And wow. I was there to get this hat. Uh, I, I happen to think highly of him. He and I went to jail together twice protesting. There are two ways to really get to know a person, to spend time with them and to do time with them. Come on you now. you do time with a person, you really get to know them. <laughs> we had a chance to talk about civil rights and human rights. And uh, he is, he was what you saw. Yes. He really was the real deal. Uh, he, 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 he lived the sermon that we preach. You know, better to see a sermon, uh, be a sermon, well, he was the sermon that we preach. Wow. You know, I, I'm going to end on that note, thinking about his legacy, thinking about the work that you have done and the tracks that you have laid and the work that we are still doing. When, when you even look at some of the demands made um, during the March on Washington, I go back often and look at that pamphlet. It is the exact, the agenda has not changed one bit. And in many cases, neither have the numbers, Congressman. So when we talk about, oh, we've done this, we've done that, mm, we've had great examples and people who have gotten high places, but systematically and collectively, we have got to really push this needle forward. So I just want to thank you for being a guest um, on the AURN Podcast Network. And please come back anytime. I thank you ever so much. And I look forward to seeing you. God bless Absolutely. you. On the Record, a product of American Urban Radio Networks. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.